all you animals out there. Are you ready? Well, you better buckle up because it's time for the show, ladies and gentlemen. Straight out of your sister's bedroom, it's your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Without further ado, it's the Wing Scoops Podcast with your host, Wee Needham. Twitch and Ring Scoops proudly bring to you its Ring Scoops Intergalactic World Champion, the Webmaster Wade Needham. That's right. I'm your host here, Ring Scoops Live on Twitch and on ringscoops.com. I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in to this week's stream. We've got all kinds of things, man, because we are a very complicated stream, just like a Rubik's Cube. That's right. Like a Rubik's Cube. Brought to you by the official beef jerky of Ring Scoops. Jack Links. There you go. Jack Links. Teriyaki beef strips. The official beef jerky of Ring Scoops. We're not officially sponsored, but it is the official beef jerky. All right. Today on the stream. Today on the stream, we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit of professional wrestling. And we're going to play some Nintendo Switch. Last week, we started the game Hourglass. And uh, this week, we are going to continue our journey in Hourglass. I have no idea exactly how long we're going to go tonight. Last week, we went a little over two hours. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling. We're going to play some Hourglass. Um, there's a lot of things going on in the world of professional wrestling. I didn't watch... I didn't watch um, Raw this week, just so everybody knows. Um, I vaguely remember SmackDown from last week, but I have not watched Monday Night Raw this week. I didn't watch it last night. Instead, last night, I I opted to watch a much better television program, and that being Better Call Saul. That's right, Better Call Saul, the final six episodes. Well, five left now, but last night's episode... It was intense. Uh, I don't. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that has not seen it yet. But last night's episode is is got to be up there in the top five. Oh, I hear the Morty die going ape shit out there. Somebody must be uh, getting a, a package delivered. But better call Saul, man. This episode last night's got to be in the top five best episodes of Better Call Saul. Uh, it's got to be up there in the top 10 best episodes of the entire Breaking Bad Better Call Saul universe. It's absolutely phenomenal. Let me, let me put this championship belt down so I could use both hands and, and everything. Because this championship is taking up too much room.
Alright. Okay. Alright. So, there's been a little bit more news in the last week, too, of uh, stuff that dropped about Vince McMahon and uh, the allegations and, and whatnot. What's going on with Vince, man? He's got... He's got all kinds of trouble going, right? There's uh, the latest report. He's It's no longer one paralegal with $3 million that he supposedly paid off with some hush money. There's now uh, multiple NDAs being reported and uh, the number, the figure being thrown out about how much he's possibly paid out in hush money is uh, rounding $12 million total. And it also includes former wrestlers. Um, they say some some of the some of the women um, from the uh, the diva era. Uh, one in particular that I guess was released in 2005. I guess Vince McMahon had forced himself on her, or forced forced no she he forced her to to uh, perform uh, oral on him and. Uh, eh. Come on, Vince. Can't be doing that shit, dude. Can't be doing that, man. You know, I'm a long, li- long, lifelong WWE fan, but there's, there's, you can't, you can't excuse that shit. Pardon my language, but that's just that's despicable, Vince. It's fucking despicable, bro. Uh, I've I lost a lot of respect for Vince McMahon the last week. Um, I didn't necessarily lose any respect for him when it was just the one-time consensual thing with the paralegal. Because, um, I mean, what two people want to do in their own time with each other, that's, you know, who the fuck am I to judge that shit, right? But if he's using his, his authority in the company and he's forcing himself on people, that don't fly with me. That really, that does not fly with me. You don't do that shit. Vince McMahon, I say to you, fuck you, man. Fuck you, Vince. That's horse shit. Hope he gets taken down. I really do. Um, should be interesting to see with the company how it goes without Vince, too. You know? Um, I respect his accomplishments. I respect what he is, what the stuff that he has done with business and cha- and transforming it from a, a regional territory a technically a small business and turning it into a global empire, a publicly traded company and uh, raising the brand awareness and whatnot. I, I, I give him that, but as, as a, as a human being on a personal level, I don't have any respect for Vince McMahon anymore. I used to call him a hero of mine. I cannot in good conscience call him a hero of mine anymore. And that breaks my heart. Because like I said, man, I'm a lifelong WWE fan. But here's the thing. I'm a lifelong WWE fan. I'm not a lifelong Vince McMahon fan. A Pizzle in the chat. And also giving out a Tier 1 gifted sub to Colin Sick. After all this time, I finally get his name, Colin Sick. 
genius. A Pizzle Man, thank you so much for the gifted sub to call in sick. I hope you're having a good day, uh, A Pizzle. Thank you so much, too, for your comment um, on the YouTube video earlier, bro. I appreciate that. And uh, for those that are, uh, are are not watching this on Twitch, if you guys are listening to this on the archive, on the uh, on the podcast feed, you know this is these aren't your traditional podcasts anymore. You know these these are audio. This is audio ripped from the live Twitch streams now. So you know if you guys want to be fully interactive and know like what's going on and stuff like that, you guys need to. You guys need to tune into the live streams, man, every Tuesday at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. You guys can see me try to solve a Rubik's Cube while I'm talking right now. But, um, yeah, man, Vince McMahon, dude, come on, Vince. Can't be doing that crap. Hey, Pizzle, what, what are your thoughts on this thing with Vince McMahon? We got A. Pizzle in the chat. A. Pizzle gifting Tier 1 subs to call in sick. <laughs> What a, what a name, Colin Sick. I love that name, man. That's great. That's that's just, ah, I, I love it when people come up with some creative names like that. Um, I know if, if the DA was watching, the DA, I know he, he has a, a specific name that he likes to throw out there in chats once in a while. Um, the initials are NG, and I, I, I cannot repeat it. First name is Nick. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, man, Vince McMahon, come on. Like I said, dude, like, if it was a one-time consensual thing with the paralegal, no problem, man, you know? Get your get your socks knocked off, right? Uh, you know, consensual stuff, you know, it, you do what you want. Do what you want in your own spare time. If you, if you paid her off with hush money, but it was still consensual and you used your own personal funds, not company funds, you know, it's still another thing. It's still a different thing. But to force yourself onto somebody, force somebody to do something against their will is just horrible, man. Absolutely horrible. It's fucking sickening. A Pizzle in the chat says he paid more for this than he did WCW. He did, yeah. Vince McMahon paid more for Poontang. Actually, you don't even think he got the Poontang. And the one that, uh, situation that everybody's been talking about with, with the NDA and the apparent female talent that was released in 2005 after uh, um, being demoted because she didn't want to give it up to Vince anymore. That wasn't even, like, her screwing him. That was that was her blowing Vince. Like, so he didn't... That's the funny thing, man. It's like, we all joke about this, right? About he paid more for Poontang than he did for WCW. He paid two mil for WCW, two point one, if I'm not mistaken, or two point nine, one of them. Less, it's it, it, less than ten, let alone twelve. Right? He's got twelve million dollars in hush money, and and a lot of these chicks. I mean, not not to like, not to uh, condone what Vince did, but like he didn't even go all the way with them. He paid all that money. He didn't even get go to home base. You know what I mean? He got he got blown. He got sucked off for that. So he paid for some mouths more than WCW. That's that's insane. It's like Abe Hizzle says right there in the chat. That's insane. It really is, man. It really is. You know, you even include the ECW video library that Vince bought right after ECW went bankrupt. <laughs> 
He sent nudes. That's right. That's another detail right there. Thanks, A-Pizzle. I appreciate that. Um, thanks for the reminder on that. Vince McMahon sent nudes. What would, all right, I got a question for all you guys. And this this is for, for you in the chat, too. Um, if you're listening to this on archive, shoot me a tweet on Twitter, at Ringscoops. Uh, or you can email me, ringscoops at gmail.com, or hit me up on Instagram at ringscoops, facebook.com. You know, there's different ways, right? Ringscoops.com. Um, what would you do if you're sitting there one day, you're at home, you know, you're watching the Real high Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills, and your phone goes off. Bling, bling. And all of a sudden, you like you open it up. And there's a text message from Vince McMahon. And you're like, oh, wow, Vince McMahon sent me a media message. Huh? I wonder what this is. Hopefully it's not him saying, you're fired, right? You know, you open it up and uh, there's Vince in all his glory. Opening up a trench coat, just showing it off. What would you do? What would be the first thought in your head if you see Vince McMahon and his genetic jackhammer right there on your phone? I would chuck the phone out the fucking window. That's what I would be doing. So I'm trying to get the, the white cross. You get to the white cross and you can figure out an algorithm from there on this Rubik's Cube, by the way. I gotta clarify that for those that are not watching but only listening. I want you guys thinking, like, what the hell? The webmaster's got a white cross? Not that kind of white cross. Trying to figure out this Rubik's Cube, man. I feel like I'm in the 80s again. With Vince McMahon, what a wild guy, right? A wild and crazy guy, Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me move on from the Vince thing real quick. There's, there was another big thing that, that went down that got a lot of people talking, a lot of people buzzing. Uh, last week, man, last week, Jordan Grace. We all know Jordan Grace, right? That's the chick that got in that fight with, uh, with Jim Cornette. On social media, and Jim Cornette called her a butterface a while back, and uh, caused him to go trending worldwide. Um, and then everybody said that he fat shamed her. I, I never knew that butterface was fat shaming. I mean, if anything, it's it's a compliment in a way. It's a backhanded compliment. because she looks good, butterface. And at that time that he called her that, it was true. Now, on personal preferences. I, nah, I can't. Nah, just doesn't do it for me. I don't care if I sound like a scumbag saying that or not. I'm a red-blooded male. Uh. Oh, God. Man, you gotta blow your nose when you gotta blow your nose, right? If it was Vince McMahon, something else would be getting blown. Hey, we got my mom in the chat. My mom says, why would he do that to his wife, Linda? That's a great question, too. That's a very good question. But you know what? I kind of want to know now. I mean, we know how the McMahons are. They're kind of crazy, especially Vince. Does, did Linda McMahon have anything going on the, on the side for her, too? Was Were they separated when this went down, or were they still married? There's a lot of questions about this going on with Vince McMahon. A lot of questions. But uh, going back to this Jordan Grace thing, right? So last week, Jordan Grace was on Twitter. She was trending. Because I guess um, 
a fan was uh, talking about Chris Benoit. And uh, Jordan Grace tweeted out, "This is this is a, here's a quote right here from Jordan Grace on Twitter. Quote, this is going to be the coldest take I'll ever take on tweet on this app. I already know y'all going to be mad. I don't think Benoit could 100% hang with most of present day best wrestlers. He would not be able to remember matches. Also, may he burn in hell. Amen. End quote. All right, check this, right? When, when I first saw that, I was like, okay, I see where she's coming from. I agree with her when she says, may he burn in hell. Because CTE or not, is just not, there's no excuses for what he did. You know? It sucks that it went down the way it did. But you cannot tell me that from the moment that he he murdered his wife up until when he offed his kid and then offed himself in the gym there there had to have been some moments of clarity there in that period of time there has to have been so there had to have been some times where he he he, he had snapped out of it he realized what he did i think that's ultimately why he did to himself what he did he couldn't live with it um but there's there's no excusing that so yes, Chris Benoit, burn in hell for what you did. Um, as far as the wrestling ability goes and what she had to say that, that he couldn't... Ha- First off, the choice of words that she used, right? That Benoit could not hang with the most present-day best wrestlers. I don't know if it was intentional for her to use the word hang. But there are so many other ways you could have worded that, given the circumstances and the subject matter that you were talking about, because Chris Benoit hung himself. So why would you use the word hang? Can he hang with those people? A Pizzle in the chat says that he is one of the greatest technical wrestlers ever. There is there's no denying, man, his body of work in the ring was was very very good he was a very very good wrestler that doesn't mean that you have to give him praise right i'm not trying to praise chris benoit in any you know any definition of the word you can acknowledge see i think that's the thing is that a lot of people think that if you say oh this dude was a good worker that you're praising them no, there's a difference between praising somebody, between celebrating somebody, glorifying somebody, and then just acknowledging somebody, right? Acknowledging a, a, a stone-cold fact. You cannot tell me. You can't, you can't go back in time and say, oh, Chris Benoit sucked as a fucking wrestler. You can't tell me that. His in-ring work spoke for itself during the time that he was alive, man, people, they celebrated him. They praised him. Yes. Now, you know, you can't do that. You can't, you can't put the guy over like that, but you can acknowledge him. You can acknowledge what he did and what he meant to the wrestling business at the time when he was still an active competitor. Um, apparently Jordan Grace can't or will not do that as with a lot of other people around the world. And you have that right. Um, 
ultimately, at the very end of the day, I will say the same thing that she ended her tweet with is, may he burn in hell. Fuck him. Fuck Chris Benoit. Fuck him. But I do think that he would have been able to keep up with today's top talent, without a doubt. There's no question about it. He would have kept up with everybody. Um, matches he could have had with, uh, with a Brian Danielson, Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega. And I'm not the biggest Omega fan, okay? Um, you'll never see me praise Kenny Omega, but you'll see me give him credit where credit is due on occasion. Um, he's got a very dedicated fan base. He plays to that fan base very nice. He's marketed himself to a very specific uh, niche of people. And he's done very well for himself with that. Chris Benoit, man. Chris Benoit, though. He could definitely, definitely be with these guys. Now, here's the thing. A week later, right? Jordan Grace. I'm not going to end this little talk about this. Um... My mom in the chat saying, good show so far. I have to go now and see you next week. I will see you next week, too, Ma. Thank you for uh, for swinging by into the chat and uh, tuning in so far. I really appreciate it. All right. Let's let's upswing this, this discussion here about Jordan Grace and Chris Benoit, right? So today, on uh, July 12th, 2022, she put out a, a, a statement um, where she apologized here is, here's her statement. This is a long statement, too. Here's her statement. Quote, Last week I made an irresponsible and unnecessary tweet. Regardless of how many personal emotions influence my opinion, I should have recognized the impact my words have on friends and family close to the situation. I was completely thoughtless in that regard. Since reflecting this past week, I've reached out privately to friends and family that are angered and hurt. Among those are David Benoit, Chavo Guerrero, and Chris Jericho, who are supporting me in the decision to partner and fundraise with the Concussion Legacy Foundation, formerly known as the Sports Legacy Institute. I have pledged $5,000 with the overall campaign goal of being $20,000. I am acutely aware that the damage has been done. I would never intentionally add on to the suffering of those already dealing with such a traumatic event. And I am sorry for my insensitivity in aggravating this already delicate topic. This is my way of attempting to squeeze something positive out of a negative situation I created. Thank you in advance to everyone that donates. End quote. You know, usually when somebody does or says something that causes an uproar and they quote unquote reflect on it and they put out a statement or an apology, um, usually they, they come off sounding very, very gaudy. More like a, you know, hey, um, I'm sorry I got a backlash, so I'm going to apologize to get a couple people back, right? This didn't feel like that to me. This felt like a legit, genuine, like, yo, maybe I shouldn't have gone to the level that I went to. 
there's nothing wrong with her having the opinion that she had. It was just the way that she came about it. Um, now, in her statement, let's kind of break this down just a little bit, right? In her statement, she had mentioned that um, she goes, I should have recognized the impact my words have on friends and family close to the situation. See, there's one thing about when you put out statements, especially if you are a public figure that's got the audience and the reach that she has, and you also represent a certain brand, Impact Wrestling, right? They may not have uh, appreciated her going out and uh, saying what she did because it, it reflects poorly on their brand as well, right? Um, and then how she had mentioned, you know, it uh, affecting those that are close to the situation. Everybody has a right to say what they want to say at the very end of the day, but there are consequences to it. The consequences to what she had to say um, definitely hit her this week. Uh, you know, you got you to talk about ethics and, and morals, and you got to think before you talk. I'm very guilty, even during this broadcast. There may, I know, an hour from now, I may look back and be like, man, maybe I shouldn't have said something. It happens, right? It happens. Happens to the best of us. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like my shit don't stink. Because it does, trust me. That, my friend, is why I've, I got a bottle of Febreze right here, right next to me at all times. Hawaiian Aloha. Right there, Febreze, right? Because my shit stinks. I'm not going to pretend like it don't. Um, but, when you're talking about ethics... Hey, Pizzle says Febreze that shit. That's right, man. That's right. You polish that turd with Febreze. Shine that shit up real nice. You know, like some fucking Windex and shit. Um, there's three pillars to ethics. I'm going to try to remember them offhand. I should have, uh, you know, this is, I'm shooting from the hip. All right. I'm shooting from the hip. Usually, like the old webmaster would be like, dude, I got a script. I'm keeping to it. All that shit. Uh, three pillars of, of ethics. I wrote um, quite a few papers on this during my undergrad. Um, communications major over there at uh, Cal State San Bernardino. Um, three pillars of ethics. One of them is, is duty. If you feel the, du- the duty that you have to do something, right? You have to do something. A duty. Did she feel like she had to make that statement? Was there a duty for her to get on her audience, to get on her platform and say the words that she did. Was there a reason for it? Something that would have been noble or show kind of, some kind of valor? I don't think so. Somebody had asked a question and she answered it. It wasn't like somebody pointed a gun to her and said, I'm going to blow your head off if you don't fucking tell me what you think about Chris Moa. It wasn't like that. Another one is Consequences. You have to think about the consequences, not for just for yourself, but for those around you. It's the butterfly effect. You could say or do something that may not affect you, but it could slightly affect somebody that makes an error that majorly affects somebody that's related to that person and just keeps snowballing in, right? Butterfly effect. You just never know. You have to think about the consequences. Now, am I saying, like, you got to think about that with every single decision? Like, if you're at the store and you're like, shit, should I make hamburgers or hot dogs? A little butterfly effect. What do I do? Are you going to do a SWOT analysis on it or something? No, I'm not saying that. 
Not saying. But when you are a public figure, you have a, a built-in audience. You represent a brand. You are a brand. You have to think about that, man. There's many times where I want to tweet something out, right? On the Ring Scoops Twitter. And before I hit send, I think about it and I say, man, how, how can people, how would they interpret this? Is there any possible way that somebody's going to get pissed off about this? Am, am I going to make myself look like an asshole? Is this right? Is this wrong? I think about that for a minute then before I hit, hit uh, send. You know? I don't think she did that. And you know what? I'm going to give her all the credit in the world on this one. I'm going to give her all the benefit of the doubt. It's a very emotional topic. This happened in 2007. How long ago was that? 15, 16, something years, right? Long time ago. Well over a decade. It's still fresh, man. It's still fresh. The wound is still fresh. It has not healed. It's a very touchy, touchy topic. A very touchy, tragic situation that happened in 2007. Chris Benoit and with Nancy, you know, and Daniel. It's very emotional. People fly off the handle. They really fly off the handle with their opinions. Um, and rightfully so. The impulse, right? If, uh, if you're just walking down the street, somebody comes up to you and says something like, you know, hey, fat ass, go, go fuck your gorilla mom or something like that. You're going to get You're going to get mad. You're going to yell out something. You're going to say, fuck you right back to him, right? Even if you don't cuss normally, you may, you may drop the F-bomb. Tell him to go fuck off. You just never know what's going to come out. It's a, a, a fight or flight response, right? Emotion. It's instinct. So somebody could have asked her something about Benoit. Maybe she was going through something while she saw that and was like, dude, fuck this guy, man. I'm going to fucking put him on blast. And she went off. I give her the benefit of the doubt. I've, I've had that before. People tweet me some nasty shit. I reply back to them. I go off on them. Five minutes later, I go read what I put, and I said, God, I fucked up. I fucked up. And if the damage, you know, hadn't been done severely, like if they hadn't responded back or something like that, I would delete it, and I would issue out another reply, more cool-headed. I've had that happen many times, especially on Facebook, too. I'll vent a lot on Facebook, my personal Facebook, and I'll say shit, and like an hour later, I'll go back after I'm cooled down, and I'll read it, and I'll be like, man, dude, I don't know why I put it out there like that, and I'll delete it. And there's been many, many times where I don't honestly think anybody had ever caught it or read what I had put, but I still issue out a statement saying, hey, I apologize for my words earlier. If anybody saw the post, I wasn't in the right mind. My bad. I fucked up. I'll try to do better. I think that's, you know, something to happen there. I'm not going to trash Jordan Grace completely, right? I listened to Jim Cornette's response to it. And he really went off on her. Jim Cornette fucking like destroyed her. I can't in good conscience do that. I, I got a jab or two at her and, and what she said and, and all that shit. But, yo, man, she said something that is in a very, very touchy, emotional topic. You know, she got a lot of heat for it. There's nobody in the gray area. 
with this topic. You know, a week later, some people that she knows, that she works with, she spoke with them. She apologized. It was a very eloquently written response and statement. Um, I couldn't have put it any better. You know, a lot of people say, you know, don't tell me you're sorry. Show me that you're sorry. And she did that. She didn't just say, hey, my bad. She talked to David Benoit, Chavo Guerrero, and Chris Jericho. She's going to do a campaign goal of $20,000 for the Concussion Legacy Foundation. And she's giving a quarter of that goal from her own money, which is $5,000. So she apologized through both word and action. What else can you ask for? I give her a lot of kudos, a lot of props for that. So there you go, man. There you go. Um, all right, I gotta say again, real quick too, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this part of the stream. I'm gonna end this part of the the, the podcast. But I want to remind everybody out there again too, if you are tuning into the podcast, but you're not watching the Twitch stream and you're wondering well, what is going on, you know, if there's any references to like chat or this Rubik's cube I have in my hand, um, I'm doing every week, every Tuesday. On Twitch, live, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We do the live stream on Twitch. We play games, we talk wrestling, do all that stuff. Very beginning of the show, I like to just shoot the shit with everybody. Kind of talk about some, some topics and wrestling, some hot topics. And I use that audio as that week's podcast. So if you guys want to participate in the chat and become part of this show... You have to be in the Twitch chat, like a pizzle. And uh, my mom was in the chat earlier, too, showing some support. Um, or you can just continue with business as usual and just tune into the podcast, the audio version of this. And there you go. But, uh, yeah, we're going to end the audio version of this right now. Uh, don't forget, check out uh, Ring Scoops on social media, ladies and gentlemen. Go to ringscoops.com for all the links. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. We, we haven't really done much on TikTok, but we're there. You know, if you still want to check out some of the previous content we do. The Wrap It Up Burrito Reviews are back up on our YouTube channel. We have new episodes every Monday. And uh, every Saturday we have new episodes of a brand new show um, called Pick One on Ring Scoops. So check that out as well. And we got Minty in the chat saying, hello, this is Tony Khan. I've taken over this account. Well, hello, Mr. Retro Khan. Retro con man. <laughs> What's up, Minty? How you doing, buddy? Um, but yeah, so I want to thank everybody out there for tuning into the Ring Scoops podcast, the audio portion here of the podcast. We're going to end this and we're going to continue on with the Twitch stream. Uh, check out the socials, ringscoops.com. Don't forget to check out shop.ringscoops.com for all your merchandise. We got t shirts, we got masks, we got pillows, we got all kinds of good stuff, man. And um, also, over on ringscoops.com, check out the link for the Ring Scoops Wrestling Card Game. It's a party game that you can play with your friends. You could be in person, or you guys could do it on Zoom or Discord or whatever with the card game. Cut promos. Say who cut the better promo. Fight it out. Who is the promo champion? The champion. Ring Scoops Wrestling Card Game. Check that out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I'm the Webmaster Wade Needham saying thank you. Good night and be cool.